and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast, our first one for this week, President's Day edition, and uh, we'll be taking our uh, annual poll. We started this uh, five years ago, and uh, you can only answer the question one of two ways. Was Donald Trump a great president or the greatest president? Thank you, Mr. Colbert. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> even, even that's become obsolete, hasn't it? Yeah. When Colbert did that bit, it was George W. Bush, great president or the greatest. And now George W. Bush goes up about 10 spots based on what we saw, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's how it works. All right. Um, we're going to have to cut it short today because uh, both you and I are going to be uh, uh, driving over to the North Carolina State Capitol, Raleigh, to join in with uh, our Republican friends as we censure – and by the way, there's another word that apparently nobody could get right. It's all censor. It's not censor. It's no. not censor. It's not censor, you morons. It's censure. <laughs> D-E-N-S-U-R-E. There is a difference. And to me, these kinds of ignorance prove that there's almost no hope. Because... If you're if you're fighting over facts, if you're fighting over the English language, if you're fighting over defining, we, people don't even know the right words. They don't know well, what they. Well, mean. this is why we. What they mean. This is why we need to get these classrooms back open, Brad. It won't immediately. Help. It won't matter immediately. That we need to get these classrooms matter. back open. That has nothing to do with. So Brad, anything, Brad is talking anyway. about the censor. Uh, Senator Richard Burr, who was uh, going to be retiring pretty soon, uh, he was one of the Republicans who crossed over and the voted seven. The seditious seven. The seditious seven. Burr may have been the most surprising. You can argue Bill Cassidy of of Louisiana, but Burr had not really telegraphed anything that he was going to convict uh, Donald Trump, uh, find him guilty of inciting that riot, which is what he was on trial for in the United States Senate. Um, and Senator Burr is being rebuked. Senator Cassidy in Louisiana is being rebuked by his own party. Uh, I'm not sure about Susan Collins or Mitt Romney or any of the other ones who also. Well, the damn it, they should board. be. They just should be. <laughs> why should but, they? Why should they get away with it? Are we Are we giving Richard Burr? I mean, half credit because he would do some pretty half-ass stuff when Donald Trump was in office to kind of push back against some of the bullshit, but he really didn't do a lot. And he carried right. a little bit of water for Donald Trump over right. time. Did he not? Well, I, I, I'm going to divide this into a, a couple different areas with the, the seven Republicans who voted with the Democrats. Now, six of the seven, six of the seven will not be, able to be primaried in 2022 and will not face the wrath of the Trump voters in 2022. Some because they're retiring, like Richard Burr and Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania, right? So they definitely don't have to be concerned about the political implications for their own careers. Then you have the next group of people who uh, are either just reelected like Susan Collins just yeah. got reelected. Yeah. So she's six years off and, and assumedly, and, and uh, I, I hope the secret service doesn't come after me. Trump will be dead by then. 
All right. <laughs> natural ben causes. Natural ben causes. Ben if anybody's Sass, arteries deserve to harden, right? Ben you would Sass have to think of Nebraska again. Just reelected, yeah. and Ben Sass put out a completely idiotic, stupid defense that involved whataboutism. Where he said, you know, if it was a uh, if it was a Democratic president, they would have all done the same, th- exactly the same thing. And you know what, Ben Sass, you are wrong. You are full of shit. Do not, do not pass off your horrible tendencies and the Republican Party's horrible tendencies onto everyone else and play the. Well, you can't say this about us because you'd do the same thing. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. When when you're in a drunk driving accident, you don't get to say to the cop, well, but if someone else had been out that night and had had been drinking and got into this car and driven it the same way, there would have been an accident. You don't get to do that. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't work as a defense. It just doesn't work. You you don't get to do that. Well, the interesting – the other thing about Ben Sass is he tries to portray himself as like the Superboy Scout, and he's such – it's so disgusting. You might remember this book that he put out a few years ago when he was putting feelers out about running in 2016, and it was basically just a whole thing about, hey, let's make sure that we go and pick up some garbage on the side of the road, and let's go check out the elderly people and and maybe cook a meal for your neighbor when somebody dies. I mean, it it was basically a book full of that shit. That's the kind of guy that Ben Sass is. Yeah, he's he's a bit holier than that. All right, then you have Mitt Romney, who doesn't he has nothing to worry about, of course. Um, and you have the uh, senator from Louisiana, Bill Cassidy, who is, you know, interestingly enough, you know, he's not a lawyer; he's a doctor. Yeah. Um, and you know he he uh, 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 just he didn't just get reelected, right? But he I don't I think, think so. He, I think he's up in twenty twenty four. Yeah, I think yeah, he's got a couple years in. He's got a couple, so he he doesn't have to to really worry about that. The only person, the only person of the seven that could be primaried out uh, in twenty twenty two is uh, from Alaska, Lisa Murkowski, and she's already uh, told the Republican Party to fuck off. Because well, they, they haven't. They're they doing a her. different thing with the primaries in Alaska. That's kind of funky. So she's a little less exposed. But, but, she, but I, I believe she would have. I believe she would have done it anyway. But she she already ran yeah. one time as an independent when the she Republicans did. told her to fuck off, and she yeah. won as a Republican, yeah. even though they told her to fuck off. So she doesn't worry. She but, doesn't care. But the, the 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 bottom line for the the uh, whole seven, including Richard Burr, is this is what passes for a profile encouraged by them at this moment, which is doing exactly just the right thing. The bare minimum, really. Just just the bare minimum. The bare minimum. Looking at the evidence that was in front of everybody's face that we all saw and voting appropriately. And um, to underscore that, Mitch McConnell, right, uh, uh, decided that after the decision was made on Saturday, that he would record a, a seven-minute campaign speech for all Democrats who are running against Republicans from now until we're all dead, because he laid out the facts so beautifully. <laughs> he did, and and what it really what what infuriates you so much about what he did was that. 
that was a politician who, if he wanted to be a statesman, could have been one a year ago, two years ago, four years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. He could have been that person. He really could have been because you, you can tell he he knew what he was talking about. He was really specific and he really said the correct things about how bad Trump is and how guilty he was and how the evidence was was there. And it was because Trump lied and because it, I mean, he was he was pitch perfect. If you just isolated that part that or part as Republicans always, if you just take him out of context. OK, <laughs> remember what the, but remember what the context really is, which is trying somehow some way to have it both ways correct because which he did. It, he tried. in the end in the end it it kind of doesn't matter that he said those things because he voted the other way to be a suck up in the end and again this is a guy that just got reelected and he's mm-hmm. i think 78 years old but then what did he do after that after he had this great pronouncement of how donald trump was responsible for everything what did he do he then was a complete piece of shit and goes, well, they, they don't have any standing because he's no longer president. Right. No, no, we know. We, yeah, we know that. And then the, and it, but when he was impeached, he was president. Right. We, and we, Mitch McConnell was the one that said, I'm not going to gavel right. the Senate back in so we can address the sitting president on these charges, which that's why Nancy Pelosi went off at that press conference right. with the House managers, because Mitch McConnell had once again been a piece of garbage. Right. But, 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 no, we know the hypocrisy here. It, it, it's not. There, even even by his not. standards, the chutzpah was off the charts on Saturday after that speech to go. Well, you guys, you know, you should have really gotten him when he was president. If you guys wanted to get him, right. you should have gotten him. when he, That's essentially what he was saying. Dip no, shit, this, it was because of you. We couldn't get him when he was president. Uh, this this literally is the the political definition of the orphan um, uh, begging the court for mercy because he killed his father. That's right. I mean, th- th- it is that. Or, or it's another definition of Donald Trump can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and not lose support. Well, this time he was responsible for five deaths, uh, not on Fifth Avenue, but at the United States Capitol. And they they were still willing to support him because they're afraid of the voters that Trump controls. Allegedly. But I say, I say this, that um, the, the polling in general shows a shrinking Republican Party. It's getting mm-hmm. smaller. The pie is mm-hmm. getting smaller. And Trump's slice of that pie is irrelevant because it's not 100 percent of the pie. Even if it's just 75% of the pie, 80% of the pie, which under normal circumstances would be an impressive bit of leadership or uh, an impressive number of people who still think that you're the man. But if that 75 or 80% is of a smaller group and people all over the country running into offices and saying, I'm out, I'm an independent now, I'm gone, by the tens of thousands all over the country, including where we are, then... It's a losing proposition, but the bet that McConnell is making and that Republicans, and by the way, um, uh, uh, feel free to get ready to to go off on Lindsey Graham and just, because because I, I, if I would have said to you, you know what, Britt, I would have said this just last week, you know, when Trump gets acquitted, is there any possibility in the universe, in any galaxy, that a person could become more of a Trump suck up after this is over 
than leading up to. And you would have said, no, it's no, just not, not possible. possible. Can't happen. And you you would have been wrong because absolutely Lin, Lindsey Graham has actually gotten worse in the last couple days. And again, there's another guy with a reverse profile in courage. He was a profile in cowardice because again, he just got reelected. And you don't have to worry about anything for, for another six years. Um, but uh, uh, off they go, and they make the bet through uh, what Mitch McConnell did, if you want to call that leadership. Okay, there it is, that we're going to uh, not convict Trump for the high crimes and misdemeanors that you know and I know, and as Bob Dole used to say when imitated by Norm MacDonald, yes, the American people know, too, that he did. And we're going to uh, pretend it wasn't our idea to screw up the proceedings so that this was the the uh, outcome. And that we all hadn't made our decision and that uh, we hadn't tampered with the jury. Oh, wait a minute. We are the jury. Excuse me. We tampered with ourselves. <laughs> we did. We tampered with ourselves. Right. We're, we're going we're gonna to pretend that didn't happen, and we're going to let the, the Justice Department handle anything at the federal level. And by the way, just remember the minute, the minute that Merrick Garland, the attorney general, right. does anything, does yes. anything, anything even close to bringing up this or that or that about Donald Trump, they will suddenly yep. again start yep. defending Absolutely. not the the uh, constitutionality of impeachment as being illegitimate, which is the fake excuse that they gave to acquit Trump, but they will actually go on the merits of the crimes that Trump committed and say that Merrick Garland, uh, he doesn't have the standing to go after an ex-president. Yeah, you know, they're the they're going to make, exactly. make all kinds exactly. nothing. It'll be the greatest abuse of power ever in Justice Department history. That's what right. they will portray it as. There's exactly. no question about it. Right. Bill Barr was a saint compared oh to Merrick God, Garland. He was such right. a yeah, – John Mitchell was a saint. But you know that that's coming. I so, think I could take two minutes and make you feel like uh, make you feel like Lindsey Graham is an even bigger piece of right. garbage than you think right now. Well, well, but hold on, hold on. So the bet the bet is that uh, Mitch McConnell, who I think it is fair to say, truly hates Trump. He definitely hates Trump. They all hate Trump. That's what's so infuriating. They hate him as much as we do. It's just for different reasons. There was there was a story that, uh, and I've, I've been listening again to that Axios podcast with Jonathan Swan called How It Happened. And Elaine Chow wanted to resign immediately when the thing happened on the 6th, even before you heard that she resigned. But she couldn't get in touch with her husband because, oh, yeah, he was busy almost being murdered. So she was not able to immediately get in touch with him so she could resign her position. Oh, she wanted to like do it on the spot, huh? Yes, ex that oh, day. Wow. And he was busy surrounded by people who wanted to hang him and kill him. So she was not able to immediately get in touch with him. Excuse me, as a Philadelphia lawyer, <laughs> let me tell you something. That is irrelevant to this story. Philadelphia? Are you right. talking about you're talking about Philadelphia? Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, right, so, so finishing my my thought which I always have trouble doing. Yes. Uh, McConnell is is betting that the acquittal plus saying that on the merits Trump was guilty, guilty, guilty um combined with then saying, but we found him not guilty uh, under the constitutional numerical quirk of uh, two-thirds, that means you still love us. 
we still love you and keep voting for Republicans. We're there. We're on your side. But meanwhile, I, I, think, I, think, I, I think that's a losing bet. I, I, I think, think the Republican voters bet. are very confused right now. Which daddy do I need to listen to? Uh, and some of them are like, I don't know why this daddy isn't speaking out more, more against this daddy. And, and I, I think that there's some confusion there. What I think there's not any confusion on, and I think people need to really pay attention to this, is that the people who he incited to violence on January the 6th, and I'm talking about Donald Trump when I talk about that pronoun, he, we're not done with this. They call them sleeper cells for a reason. They're still sleeping. They can be called back into order at any moment, and they can invoke violence on any number of people. Again, so, let me let me uh, 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 do you a favor and shield you. I took the Fox bullet this morning for a few moments. <laughs> How did that work? And uh, uh, this is Fox Business, which they're you know they're they're in regular programming today, which mm-hmm. means it's just like watching Fox. Uh, <laughs> Fox Business. Fox Business is. You want to talk about a sham channel? That, 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 that channel is a complete fraud. All, all it is 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 uh, it's like ESPN two is the ESPN. Yeah. Fox Business is to Fox. I mean, there's it's the same format, just with a different label and a different uh, suffix at the end. Um, but uh, again, this this only took about fifteen seconds to uh, to 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 see. What they were doing, but uh, I, I, uh, I I I turn it on, and uh, their 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 big their big big obsession is uh, not only is uh, why isn't Nancy Pelosi being called to answer for what happened about what on, she knew and when she knew it? Absolutely, <laughs> I that love is, that. That is the the uh, most important thing. Right now, and we, we have just got to get to the the uh, bottom of that. And of course, the uh, the uh, apparent demise, and po- probably deservedly so, of Andrew Cuomo, uh, and possibly uh, Gavin Newsom. So it looks to me like the the, the strategy right now uh, in right wing media is uh, not so much to still push Trump the way they did, but to go after the two most prominent. Yeah. elected politicians Two in the states. country really the governors yeah. of california and new york for 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 fucking up uh their coronavirus uh responses and uh that's going to be a tough one to defend but again that doesn't get donald trump reelected in 2024 nor no. should it mean that no. your local congress person uh should get reelected in 2022 but I, i'm just letting you know uh you know where, where they're going right now that's just one mm-hmm. of the, the the legs that they're that they're standing on so the lindsey graham story is on uh january the 6th he's hustled out of the senate right. and at some point they they get all of them into like one large room they get them into one large kind of meeting room or you know kind of yeah. a huge huge but thing can, can i can i just throw in one little thing well sure i, I think this is just one uh, uh, this is going to be another example of when we pull back for some reason no Republicans seem to want to talk about what no, they actually don't. happened. They don't. There was they don't. never any fear. They they knew they that fine. they knew that they were going to come and take just the Jews and leave the Germans alone. Right? Here's how bad Isn't it that, was. Right? Here's, right. here's how bad it was. Yeah. Even that idiot Kelly Leffler, and I don't know if many people remember this or know it. Even after they gaveled them back into session after everything had happened, I got them back in at eight o'clock that night to go ahead and certify the votes. Even she said, "Look, I came here to challenge the Georgia." votes the certification i'm out 
I will not do it. I have seen too much, even her, and she's awful. She's a horrible person. And even she saw with all of the violence right. that day, she goes, I'm, I'm not challenging anything. My hands are up, but I'm good with what happened in Georgia. And, and by the way, remember, we do need to just forget about this and move on. But go ahead. Keep obsessing. <laughs> don't, you, don't you love the don't we need to just move on? Remember, <laughs> know, yeah. remember when we just moved on from 9-11? Oh, Benghazi. Remember when Benghazi, they just moved right on from that. They were able to just like kind of let that right. go. Right. So Lindsey Graham is on the way to the thing, and he just starts like looking out the window at all the shit and somebody goes Lindsay, get the fuck away from the window those people have guns and he's like blah, 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 blah. so then they, they get him into the room they, they're there for a while everybody's terrified scared they don't know what's going on they're watching shit on television by the way uh jake tapper is beating the absolute shit out of ted cruz and josh holly as they're sitting there looking at their phones and they're kind of just looking like yeah oh, that's tough so the sergeant at arms at some point comes into the room and he's having trouble speaking because he's crying. He's very emotional. And Lindsey Graham starts yelling at him. Lindsey Graham goes, this is outrageous. You need to use every resource you have to get this building back under control. And Sherrod Brown goes, shut up and let him talk. That, that, that's part of what happened. On January the 6th, if you ever wanted to feel like Lindsey Graham, like you're like, I'm being a little tough on Lindsey Graham. I think he's got some redeeming characteristics. I think he's probably a good guy. No, he's not. He's horrible. He's awful. And I had thought that they would kind of duck under the radar in helping out the defense uh, in the in the impeachment trial. No, they openly met with those idiots who were like the worst legal team in U.S. history. Holy shit, Bruce Caster. Bruce Caster, I hope he never gets – I hope but, he's disbarred. But remember, remember, we knew – that it didn't matter. It did not matter who the lawyers were, because if you have, you know, 40 plus Republicans saying ahead of time, there's no way I'm voting to convict. You know, one of my three possibilities that I held out last week on, on what would happen in terms of Trump's defense was going to be that they, they were going to walk out talk for 30 seconds and then just leave you know that would have been no less effective than what you saw yes they they were terrible but it didn't matter when the God, jury when the jury is already uh, been stacked against the uh, case and the jury is made up of actual victims involved in the case and they refuse to acknowledge anything bad happened I'm not quite sure um, uh, what you what you do here now when O.J. Simpson, yeah, when O.J. Simpson was acquitted the first time in his criminal trial, we all remember that that afterwards, the uh, the jurors then spoke, and you know a lot of them were just idiots, right? And there was some of this. Uh, well, we're making up for past bad uh, decisions against black people in the courts. And yeah, was, yeah. Jury nullification. Was, sure. Jury nullification, you know, and, 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 and that was horrible and that was outrageous, but almost like Saturday, no matter, even though there was an acquittal, everybody knew OJ did it. it sure. Now there, of course there was, and there still are apparently a few people left yeah. who don't think OJ did it, but sure. now, most people thought that OJ did it. However, Imagine if during the O.J. Simpson trial, as badly as it was conducted, as outrageously 
showboaty as Johnny Cochran was with a, a, a phrase that reverberates through every high profile um, uh, uh, proceeding that we ever see in the succeeding years, uh, some variation of if you, if, if uh, Trump's full of shit, you must acquit, you know, there, there's always, a, there's always a variation on it, but just imagine if the jurors in the OJ Simpson trial had met with, had met with the defense team for OJ and discussed strategy on how to get OJ off. What it, it sounds too stupid. No, it's, it, it's, but, it's too far-fetched. Right. But again, we have to go back to the fact that, you know, this really wasn't a classical trial in the sense that a criminal trial is held. The rules are different. But Republicans, again, are so two-faced and so hypocritical on this because they sent those uh, great, great lawyers who are going to go down in the uh, the Hall of Fame of lawyers, right? The, the Philadelphia guy and the, and the whoever they were. And uh, one of their big lie defenses was screaming and bullshitting about due process, due process, due process, due process, which, by the way, does not apply. It does not apply in an impeachment trial, because no. clearly, if it applied, you wouldn't have the jurors meeting with the defense team. So correct. Which that, would is be, it? that would not be allowed. Yeah, in a regular court right. of law, that would not be allowed. In the O.J. Simpson case, the jurors did not meet with Alan Dershowitz, F. Lee Bailey, <laughs> no, they Johnny Cochran. No, they didn't. That I know. As bad a trial as that was, as much as the dancing Edos became <laughs> famous. And here's Jay Leno to uh, announce the dancing Edos. Go ahead. Hey, look at you. I'm in the dancing Edos. <laughs> If you think about um, it, the OJ trial may have been the, the OJ trial may have been the precursor of what aboutism, right? It's sure OJ killed OJ killed this woman, but what about all the stuff the right. LAPD has done all this year? That may have been the, the greatest the the precursor of what we see today. And I, I was thinking about this last week as uh, their lawyers were talking, and I was watching the proceedings. That this really feels like what it must have felt like. 100 years ago, 120 years ago, maybe well into the 20th century, mostly in the South, when a white person was accused of blowing up a church or killing black people and was going to, quote, face a jury of their peers. And you knew that it did not matter how much real evidence would show that that white person was guilty. They were getting off. The jury had made their decision not based on the facts and the evidence, which they would probably, if they were like the Republicans the other day, would all admit was absolutely rock solid and the presentation was great. But they would still vote to acquit the white person. Exactly. And, And by the way, it worked in the opposite direction. If it was a black person who was being railroaded or, as uh, someone once called it, uh, being lynched, maybe modern times, a high-tech lynching Hi. without evidence. Um, Clarence Thomas, so, the silent so, yeah. jurist. Right. So so we, the, what we saw last week was really kind of the worst that you, you can imagine, except for one thing. And, and we pull back, and, you know, we're not historians here. It's too early to write the history of it. On the other hand, no, it's not. Um, if you lose a game... 57 to 43, you lost the game. You lost it pretty big. 
you didn't outscore the other team, it, there, there's just no way you. But they didn't cover the spread. They, they weren't able to cover the spread. <laughs> well, re, re, and remember the 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 spread is a, an artificial construct. It is of uh, of Jimmy the Greek, and the, but the spread give, is you had to get you had to get to sixty seven instead of. Uh, 57. Given, given but, everything that you just said, the fact that they got 57 votes is almost miraculous. Even with the stupidest legal team of all time being aided right. and abetted by Lindsey to get 57 votes, which is the highest number to convict in history, by the way, in an impeachment proceeding. It's never happened before. Well, but see, see you, you have to, I, I look at it this way, and, and let's not pretend for one second that the uh, average person who goes to a Trump rally is some kind of strict constructionalist constitutional lawyer um, scholar who uh, even knew that you had to get to 67 votes to convict. Most people think, and again, it's just like the uh, legislature in the United States, in the Senate, and it's just like our electoral college. We have these bizarre rules that nowhere else in the world are they followed where majority rule doesn't hold exactly however in the case of a presidential election you know nine out of ten times it's happened that the person who gets the most electoral votes also got the most popular votes that happened again this time joe biden got way more popular votes he got more popular votes he had a bigger margin a bigger percentage than than kennedy than uh carter than 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 clinton than obama i mean that was the true definition, at least in the 20th century, of kind of a landslide. He didn't get a Lyndon Johnson landslide. That was a that was a bigger blowout. Right. But but other than that, that was a big big win. And it's being portrayed as if uh, Joe Biden just snuck through the door, and suddenly now what? He's lucky because of the electoral college. No, right. he also won the popular vote, and. Um, 57 to 43, and by the way, I don't know if you've seen the breakout, those 57 senators represent, I believe it's 75 million more citizens than those who are represented in the 43. Because remember, the 43 votes, the Republicans, those those are, excuse me, uh, uh, shithole states, a lot of them, with not a lot of people, <laughs> like Alabama and Mississippi and, and, and places like that. And, and so... Most of the people in this country voted for Joe Biden and Joe Biden won by the rules that are set up. And when it came time to try and try to convict Donald Trump, most of the people who represent most of the citizens of this country voted without equivocation that Donald Trump did it and was guilty of violating the Constitution and in effect, waging war against the United States. I'm almost sorry they didn't put the word treason in the articles of impeachment, because really, that's kind of what he did. And it's only, wow. but on the other hand, it's a long time ago. What was it, five weeks ago? Oh, yeah, it's been five weeks. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. Um, So the the verdict of history, the the verdict of history on Donald Trump, and we always talk about, well, what's going to be at the beginning of his Wikipedia page? It isn't going to be that, he overwhelmingly was not convicted twice after being impeached that he got. A, it's not going to read that way. It's going to be he's going to be the only twice impeached president. In American history. And uh, depending on what happens 
you know, in, in New York and in Washington and in Georgia in terms of local prosecutions of him, even that might not be the first uh, line of his obituary. It, it, it may be Donald Trump is the first president to ever be uh, convicted of a felony uh, after leaving office. He may be the first one, which I think that's what's going to happen in Georgia. Uh, it, and when they nail his ass in Georgia, which I think they're going to, um, for, for that phone call to, to Brad Raffsenberger, or as it was said by the Philadelphia lawyer, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> did he really I, say that? Yes, he did. Bruce Castor like, said that? I can't remember which one said it, but I, I heard it. I heard it, and I was not watching on the TV that I have a DVR, so I couldn't just roll it back immediately. Um, but I thought he said Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, it was the guy from Philadelphia. It was that that Vanden Vanden shit. Okay? No, Caster's Caster's the, guy, the Philadelphia guy. But the Vander shit, who is the uh, 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 the personal injury lawyer, oh, you know, yeah. who does you know if you slip on the floor and and and, and break your leg at Hardy's, you know he's your guy. And Hardy's. so now he's a constitutional expert. He's the one that called uh, Brad Raffson, uh, Raffensburger, Raffensburger. Ben Roethlisberger, and I so I I put it up as a Facebook thing. I said, "Did I just hear?" And nobody confirmed it. And then the next day, uh, I read a column by Dana Milbank of the Washington Post, who, for my money, is he's just the best. I he's love. Pretty him. good. He's a good writer. And sure enough, then there's a paragraph saying they even called uh, they even called him Ben Roethlisberger. I said, "Yes, yes, I'm not senile." My hearing isn't gone. I did hear it right. And I thought that was so, it was such a perfect Freudian slip. And by the way, Ben Roethlisberger deserves an apology, don't you think? That's it right there. And it was Bruce Castor that said it. Okay. That's the story. Bruce Castor confuses quarterback Ben Roethlisberger with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger <laughs> during Trump impeachment. Now, now, now to be fair, uh, uh, Jamie Raskin uh, did call – Lindsey Graham, Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, it's, it's the all same fair. thing. What, it's about, all fair. what about that? How come yeah. nobody's talking about you can, that? You can see how they would, those two people would be confused. Yes. They're very, very similar. You can <laughs> exactly. see exactly how, how that would happen. Are you are you upset as a lot of Democrats are that they caved on the whole idea of the witnesses after, no. after rolling it and seeming like they were going to do it? And then they said, no, we'll just have statements. Especially they were more interested in doing that after it appears that the Trump defense team, what shall I say, what's the word, lied, about the president's reaction while it was going on, saying that I'm sure that he was concerned. Meanwhile, Jamie Herrera-Butler, the congresswoman, said, no, 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 I was right next to, and this is what you really need to remember. Focus in on this greatly. I was right next to Kevin McCarthy, uh, the minority leader, and he was really arguing, and, and Donald Trump said something like, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are, Kevin. Now, put a pin in that. January the 6th, while Kevin McCarthy is sort of fighting for his life and Donald Trump's hordes are coming in the window and Donald Trump is telling him, fuck you, Kevin, you're not doing what I want to, so I'm not going to call off the dogs. A couple of weeks later, Dick Face the Magnificent Kevin McCarthy gets on a jet, goes down to Mar-a-Lago so he can kiss the ring or ass of Donald John Trump Sr. Can you imagine? Can you imagine somebody saying fuck you while you're being attacked and then you going down there to kiss their ass a couple of weeks later all right well the the, the okay it, everything you said is absolutely a thousand percent true and it was known 
And those 40-some Republican senators made it very, very clear, very, very clear that no amount of evidence was going to make them change their mind because they are afraid of Donald Trump's voters who will continue to support Donald Trump, whether he shoots someone on Fifth Avenue, is responsible for having people die at the U.S. Capitol, uh, or if he plots against the United States of America, which he did. And the in-person testimony of several people would not have changed that. I don't believe for one second that that anyone of them is ever, ever going to say, nor would it be alleged, nor have any of the uh, 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 folks on the right said, you know, uh, if we just could have seen some witnesses saying these things that we all knew were absolutely 100% true, we would have changed our vote. That, that wasn't going to happen. No, that, that's so, bullshit. So you're right. What I, what I think is, and, and I, I don't know whether you're on my, my, my team with this, this is fucking Democrats eating their own. This kind is of. Democrats playing the, the uh, oh, we always give up. We're so weak. We can't do anything. And um, when you look back, that's a true teeny tiny irrelevant footnote in this story. And I think that Joe Biden has handled this 100% right. Yeah. He has he has not weighed in any more than he needs to with a with a few side comments here or there. We it, the, I mean the dumbest questions that were asked of of Biden or his spokesperson the other day alluded to well, how do you think Joe Biden would have voted if he would have seen the evidence? What kind of dumb fuck question is that? Well, yeah, yeah, Joe Biden would have been a Democrat who voted to acquit Donald Trump. What kind of bull, what kind of stupid shit question is that? Well, you, but he's Where such a going? doddering, he's such a doddering Alzheimer's patient that he probably would have known how he's voting yeah, anyway, Brad. But, but he has no idea. Right. So but what you're saying is 100 percent correct. I mean, if they would have if they would have been a picture of Donald Trump with a knife in his hand trying to go through the door, they would have said that George Soros put that knife in his hand. If there would have been if he would have, he would have had a gun in his hand shooting at Republican senators, they would have said, oh, Antifa photoshopped that. That's not that's not. I mean, there's there was just no possible way. That's how sick these people are. Well, well but next time someone ever accuses the uh, the Democrats of uh uh, moving the goalposts, right, or or moving the line back, like Bugs Bunny and uh, Yosemite Sam keeps one step over, another step over. Um, you, you just have to laugh at them because uh, even now, as a former president, as a former president, uh, they're hitching their electoral prospects. Obviously, only in a primary, though. Remember, only in a primary. They're afraid that Donald Trump still has the magical power to uh, fund and to campaign for someone who's running against a senator or a congressperson, and that uh, that ability is going to last forever. And I think they're really, really making a bad bet. I mean, uh, let's go back to last week's, I think, excellent analogy of the uh, gangrenous leg. They had a chance to cut it off last week, to cut the leg off, and then work from there. But they chose not to, and now they're stuck with it. And the gangrene is going to continue through the Republican body politic 
for years and years, maybe decades, maybe beyond our lifetime. I don't know how they get out of this, but if you would have said five years ago to me, or if I would have said it to you, or if I would have said it to you, that uh, we're about to have someone enter the history books in the United States who will push Joe McCarthy into a way back second place as the most dangerous demagogue in American history, you would have said, oh, now Trump's bad, but no, he he's not Joe McCarthy. Stop it. Well, it happened. And what's even worse is it continues to happen. And when Joe McCarthy was finally exposed for what he was, the downhill spiral was quick, and then he was gone. And McCarthyism um, was, for the most part, gone. Although you could make a case that it never really went away in some form, and that a lot of the tactics that are being used, and if they do a 23 and me on Ted Cruz. I swear to God, there's got to be some, some Joe McCarthy DNA rolling around in there. Right? It's, a, it's the same, same speaking. Technique. First of all, thanks for the mental image of Joe McCarthy having sex. I want to just, first of all, thank you for that. That should quell my appetite for the rest of the day. And second of all, Ooh, Raphael being, it, does, it would make so much sense. It would really make so much sense. No question about it. But, but, but think about it. That's the bet that they're making. And, and so let's say, let's say this all works out for the next two years, the way Lindsey Graham envisions it, the way Donald Trump envisions it. And he gets his uh, dopey daughter-in-law uh to somehow win the Republican primary for Senate in North Carolina. Now, you know she's going to win, right? You know she'll win the primary. I don't know if she is or not. I you know, know it's just it's because so, I know that Mark Walker, our stupid ex-congressman who wants Tom Tillis's or he wants Senator Burr's job. He was already fundraising off of how awful Senator Burr was like the, the next day. Right. All right. But let's let's just say that, that all this happens around the country and that uh, Donald Trump is uh, able to raise tons of money to help Trump like candidates challenge uh, every congressman who voted uh, for impeachment in the House and uh, against Lisa Murkowski up in Alaska. And, 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 and it, it's, it's even a more Trumpy party in 2022 than it was in 2020. Th- think of that. So these people all win their primaries, most of them. In the general election, they are going to get slaughtered, assuming, and you know, there's all kinds of things that could happen. The coronavirus is is tamed fairly well. We're back to what is close to normal life, even if we still have to wear masks. But most of the population is vaccinated. The uh, drug companies are continuing to update the vaccine, so we're going to have to get it every year forever, like a flu vaccine. Yeah. And, and, and you can go to concerts, you can go to baseball games, you can travel sure. again. And the Republicans are running still Trumpy candidates in a lot of these races. Um, they will say, well, but in 2020, down ballot, except for Donald Trump, we really did well. They're going to say that. However, they said that before Donald Trump launched an actual insurrection against the government and the people of the United States a few weeks after he lost. So 
it, it is not the same. And, and I don't think that that's going to be a good bet for them in 2022. I agree. Well, I, and I think what they're, they're trying to be fearful of is they're trying to appease him enough that he won't start a third party. I think that's the ultimate thing. And I, I'm still maintaining that the Petri dish for the Trump party is going to be Arizona. It looks like they're fomenting and trying to create something there that's going to be like, we'll, we'll game plan it out here, and then we'll take it live across America. I think that's what he kind of wants to do. At, at least that's what it looks like. Because he's trying to figure out this is the next family business. They fucked up every other. They fucked up every other family business they've got. Yeah, and he's got to think old. about how he's going to get his stupid ass adult children jobs forever. Well, but uh, you 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 know that that's a that's a fool's errand. Um, yeah, as, I know. As, as Trumpy as the party is, um, it's certainly not a hundred percent Trump. And no. if he if he split off from the. Uh, uh, Republican Party and really started to call it the uh, Trump Patriot Party. Um, well, let's say he does get, I don't know, 60% of those people to leave. The Democrats win every election You're damn right. all the time. You're and damn right. There's just absolutely no way because, you know, the, the never Trumpers are, of course, never going to be Trumpers. They're not coming back. And then you have uh, a lot of people. You've seen them interviewed. We don't know the exact numbers, and and I know that even today, the the, the polling shows that a, a, a huge number of Republicans don't think the election was conducted fairly. And but it's not a hundred percent of the shrinking party, so the numbers just don't work for you if you uh, split whatever is left into two pieces. He's on a suicide. He's a suicide bomber yeah. to the Republican Party. He right. wants he to is, go ahead and he he wants to rip the yeah. vest. Yeah, that's what he wants yeah. to do, and he doesn't but, care about. But but then I guess you would get the ultimate conspiracy theory, which is that they bring up all the donations he made to Hillary Clinton and other Democrats to try. before before yeah. he decided to run as a Republican. Right? That's they will bring that up and say that was his plan all along. They will now now he's being treasonous, but just towards the Republican Party. There that's you go. Happened. So right, that I'm was just, that, it was. I'm just kidding, that, but, but no, but that that was the great George Soros, Soros, you know, the QAnon theory that he was he was an agent of George Soros eventually to kill the Republican Party and make sure that liberals liberalism rules forever. Right? They, they can then change on a dime. They can, they can go ahead and say that he was this agent that was sent from George Soros and from Hillary Clinton to destroy the Republican Party. When in fact the Republican Party embraced him completely and they took the poison in willingly, and they asked for seconds and thirds. Uh, as as we finish up, terrible snowstorms going across Texas, a lot of people without power and stuff. I'm assuming those people don't want any help from FEMA because they don't want to be part of the federal government, right? I mean, they, they, they're they not going to want any help from any sort of... Well, isn't there, isn't there that, that, that giant area of Texas where they were doing... Uh, what was that thing called? Um, that, that, that weird... Oh, yeah, the military thing. Yeah, the, mil- the military, military operation, yeah. yeah J- Jade... Jade something. Uh, Operation Jade Arrow or Jade something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 that was going on in there. I wonder. So I, I assume that they're not going to want any help from the federal government because they're trying to secede. So I, they don't. They don't really need any help. And I assume also that the body count that was not assigned to Donald Trump from COVID nineteen. If people start dying during the snowstorm, absolutely will be Joe Biden's fault, right? Can we can we look forward to that? Uh, I doubt that. <laughs> But, <laughs> I, I like the way you're thinking, but um, 
it's uh well the big problem in texas obviously is is jj watt there's no question leaving, leaving the texans why don't you why are you avoiding the real oh you know that that, that that uppity quarterback thinking that he can actually figure out his own future i mean come on we got to figure out what we do here First, you give them the right to vote. Then they want to. Hello. 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 All right. That's our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. Brad and Brit.com.